This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Your long wait is over. The college football season is here. Two ACC games tonight. Wake and Elon will play. Yay. But on CBS Sports Net, not necessarily part of the ACC uh, uh, family of money-making networks, assuming that they make money, uh, it'll be the Wolfpack and the Connecticut Huskies from stores. And it starts four, five, uh, four? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five math five straight days of acc football in prime time with some big time matchups so let's play round table should we play camelot. round table camelot it's only a model we've got brett friedlander saturday road acc columnist and my friend he's my friend and mark ennis from ESPN Louisville. I appreciate both of you gentlemen doing this and consenting to it. We have three people on a TV screen. Uh, I don't know if it's the first time we've done this or not, but I'm amazed at technology all the time. Hey, uh, thanks both of you. I do want to ask a specific question uh, throughout in, in, w- contained in this of Mark and, and the University of Louisville and where they are uh, in terms of coming back, not just in football, but in basketball as well. But I'm going to hold that for just a couple of seconds. But first, big picture, uh, and I'll start with you on this, Mark. The the league, because of what happened at North Carolina on uh, was it Tuesday, uh, has tabled a conversation furthering the addition, uh, the you know pursuit possibly of Cal, Stanford, and maybe SMU. Where are you? in terms of what the ACC should be doing uh, or will be doing? Well, I don't know where anyone is on what they will be doing, uh, but on what they should be doing. I guess I probably don't know what they should be doing either. I just know it's not this. Uh, (laughs) Just to be completely uh, transparent with both of you, I've been fully on board with the ACC doing something, but this ain't it. And I, I'm not, especially the SMU part. Uh, it's just odd to me how like, the parameters about who adds value or who doesn't suddenly don't apply. And when you have sort of the gates just open and you can add whoever the hell you want, you want to add SMU. <laughs> uh, it's it's very weird to me how this move is. It's I've, I think I heard uh, someone describe it as the ACC basically trying to pull off a Ponzi scheme. We're basically going to take from SMU. Cal and Stanford and just funnel it to the rest of us huh. uh, until somebody leaves. I, I don't I don't like the idea at all. So I hope that uh, somebody gets talked out of it between now and whenever they vote. I think that's a good point. Good uh, comparison. Ponzi scheme. It does seem to fit uh, in this case. Brett, you and I have not talked about this, but I know enough about you, you <laughs> to know that you hate this. And then I will blow both of your minds in a second. Uh, Brett, where are you on this? Well, it doesn't really matter where I am on this because it's going to happen. And the reason it's going to happen is because SMU is going to come in and play for free. Right. And Cal and Stanford are going to basically come in and play for like 30 percent. And they're going to give all the money to Clemson and and Florida State to make them happy for seven years. But my take on this is if they're going to do it, then bring in Washington State and Oregon State also. And just have a Western division, and, and, and this way you, you don't have to do anything in the, the other sports besides football and maybe men's basketball and, and, and just do it that way. 
Or, you know, if you're going to do it, maybe go after a UConn in Memphis or something that makes yeah. a little bit more sense, you know? Okay, so, I mean, Brett, you and I are probably a lot closer on this. I would also throw San Diego State into the mix. Yep. At this point, it's all stupid. Can we all just agree <laughs> that all of it is stupid? And I think the mistake that we make, and I talk about this a lot, the mistake that we make is treating these like college conferences because they stopped being that years ago. They're, they're, they're like banks. So yeah. I'm a bank, and I have a big bank in North Carolina, and there's a little bank in Texas that I buy, and now I'm in Texas. So I get to reap the benefits of having branches in Texas or in California. So to me, that's what this is about. This is not about – it's, it's it long since – long time ago stopped being about college sports. And I think if you think about these things as college conferences, ultimately you lose because that's – I mean, honestly, why is, why is Southern Cal and UCLA – why are they in the Big Ten? There's no reason for them to be in the Big Ten other than money. I mean, the Big Ten could have said, no, that's stupid because it's stupid. But they didn't because money. So it ain't about anything other than money. And even if we're not going to get all the way to where, where the SEC and the Big Ten are, and I would submit that even adding Notre Dame wouldn't bridge the gap completely, why are we – just just add a little money because I do think that you're better off with more teams – now I think what what uh, what you guys are talking about, like maybe these are not the right teams to add, uh, but you know academics uh, and yeah. academics are because I do believe I've read this that the tiebreaker for the college football playoff is going to be quiz bowl, so uh, I think Cal and Stanford as part of the mix will certainly improve the ACC's chances of getting a second team. Uh, so bringing ringers is what you're saying exactly. You don't, you don't know. I mean, I don't know what SMU, but coming for free uh, does matter. Plus, wouldn't it be great to have John Elway as an uh, ACC legend? <laughs> Eric Dickerson as an ACC legend? Wouldn't it be amazing? The uh, other thing is the ACC <laughs> can claim Stanford's volleyball national championship as their own. And claim, See? hey, look, we won another title. Galaxy brain, Brad Friedlander. All right. Uh, Mark Ennis. Where is Louisville on the comeback trail? The only things they when Louisville was added, football was a big deal. They have one of the uh, wealthiest athletic departments, or at least highest budget athletic departments. I don't know if it's what the right way to phrase it is. Basketball was at a pretty high level, and obviously neither are great right now. Uh, basketball might be a mess that we can't come back from. Or at least not. We don't have to talk about basketball if we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that answered the question. Uh, where are we in the football <laughs> comeback, Mark? Oh, I, I think we are. Uh, this has been an agonizing uh, offseason for folks, just dying for it to get here. It's it's really hard to express to folks outside this area just how long and how hard people have wanted and waited for Jeff Brown to be the coach at Louisville. Right. This is something that should have happened five years ago. It should have happened two years ago. Uh, and it, it's finally done, and I think having to wait all the way from the bowl game to now for Jeff Rom to finally be the head coach at Louisville, it's, it's a dream a lot of people have had, but including Jeff Rom, by the way. Well, that's people true. are incredibly excited about this. All right, now how does it translate when we start, when they start tomorrow night? 
Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I don't know. I think this is, uh, people are talking about, you know, uh, Colorado and their roster turnover and that sort of thing. Louisville had an enormous roster turnover, but not because of the same reasons. I think it's just Jeff's preferred style of play, very different from Scott's. And I think that there was, uh, Jeff looked at this like, I get to do the whole roster makeover in one offseason. And I I think they expect to hit the ground running. And I think, Adam, the biggest reason for that uh, is the fact that they know they're walking into a schedule that creates opportunity for them. They don't have to really be a whole lot better than they were a year ago when they went 8-5. If they're just marginally better than they were a year ago in a couple of things, they're going to win like nine. They're going to win like nine games and maybe make it to Charlotte because they don't play Florida State, Clemson, or North Carolina. Uh, they they only have three real road games. They get Kentucky and Notre Dame at home. I mean, the opportunity to to do something big without having to be dramatically better, you can't waste it. I'm, w- I'm with you. The ske- people don't think the schedule matters. The schedule absolutely matters. I mean, I rail about it all the time, and one of the games we're not going to pick is Virginia at Tennessee because I don't know why Virginia has agreed to play this game. For the life of me, I don't understand it. Uh, But Michigan's non-conference schedule is so – I say this, but I'm not poking at ECU. ECU is by far the best team that Michigan will play in their Mm -hmm. non-conference schedule by miles. And Michigan's going to get away with it as long as they do well in the Big Ten, which also – on the low isn't all that great yep. beyond Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Um, Brett, how big a game for the league is North Carolina, South Carolina? It's a big one. It's not as huge as LSU, Florida State, but it is a big one because any chance, anytime you get a chance to beat an SEC team, it makes a statement. Even a middle-of-the-road SEC team, and it also is one of those uh, referendums on Drake May as well. I mean, this, he's going to be in the national spotlight, and so it's it's a big one. And for all the, you know, we deserve to, you know, to be in that same conversation with the Big Ten and the SEC, here's your chance to prove it. Be, yep. Beat an SEC team. It's an enormous opening weekend, and really yep. the first few weeks for ACC football. Very, very important. So... Uh, isn't it funny with with Matt Brown and North Carolina? Sorry to jump in. There, no, it's funny. But isn't it funny how you know the Texas tenure? You have the Vince Young national championship, and then the majority of the time there, people are kind of giving him a hard time for never getting quarterback right. Right. Yeah. And then in North Carolina, he's basically primarily just gotten quarterback right <laughs> and had issues uh, elsewhere. That if he could sort of find some happy medium of those two tenures, they'd be pretty damn good. If they had, well, you defense. talk about uh, Jeff Brom retooling that roster. Uh, that defense is totally different. I mean, he's he, he went out and oh, cleaned yeah. house in the secondary. He went out and got Amari Gaynor uh, from Florida State as a pass rusher. He's got good linebackers. It's year two of Gene Chizik. I mean, there's no excuse for them to be the worst defense in the ACC again this year. And even if they're just like you said, marginally better with that offense, they got a shot to be back in Charlotte. They do. My Here's my problem with UNC, and you guys will both understand this. 
man, when the lights go on, where they they like scurry. They they're like yeah. rats. They leave, yeah. and we have not seen them win that game. They even lost to Georgia Tech at home last year. I mean, that's just an inexcusable, inexcusable outcome. Um, so I'll be interested to see how they react. Uh, slight favorites, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to pick the game in a minute. But slight favorites against South Carolina, just just two and a half. And you know that the Gamecocks are looking at, look, they're ranked. We're not. We did more at the end of last season. They didn't do anything. Man, there's a, there's a built-in chip on the shoulders of the South Carolina Gamecocks. And I know, Brett, I know you are, uh, <laughs> you're a South Carolina Gamecock at heart. Yep. Uh, so how do you feel about your guys coming up on Saturday? I think the Tar Heels are going to win that game. I think ah. Drake May is going to put up a huge number, and I think they're going to be decent enough defensively uh, to get it done. It's going to be a it's going to be a track meet. It's going to take forty points to win it, and it'll be fun. But I think the Tar Heels win this, even if even if Tez Walker is not eligible. I just think that Chip Lindsey, uh, what he is bringing in offensively, uh, kind of incorporating the running game a little bit more, some of the improvements they've made up front. I, I just. I just think Carolina, excuse me, North Carolina is the better team. No, 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 no. Carolina, don't, don't, don't play this just because you went there. Carolina versus South Carolina, and you know that's like. Okay, how about this? Carolina versus USC. No, Bill, they're not USC. That was what I was going to say. They're not USC either. Gosh. <laughs> Such a game, cock. Um Big picture, the. Is this the year that the ACC that we're not getting to the SEC and the, the it's hard to overcome uh, the Big Ten machine? But what is the what is the best case scenario, Mark, for the ACC getting back to being respected as a league? Yeah, the best case is to, is to hope that this is something close to what we had in 2016, where you had a national champion. And then you had somebody else who had the Heisman uh, winner and Louisville had a Heisman winner. Clemson wins a national championship. Before the state goes to the Orange Bowl, wins the Orange Bowl. NC State was very good in 2016. Virginia Tech was really good in 2016. I think that's what you've got to hope for is that Clemson and Florida State are as as advertised. Carolina is the best-case version of themselves. Louisville is the best-case version of themselves. And then somebody else. Miami, what's going on? Uh, some Somebody else. Uh, Virginia Tech, please start moving back towards what you were for for a while there. They could uh, be the worst team in the league again. Both Virginia schools, I know, I know. And you you joked about the the Virginia Tennessee game. I don't know why they're playing that game either. What am I? And the, and we and we go to Charlotte every year, and we 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 pat ourselves on the back for having this great non conference schedule as a as a league. <laughs> and I don't know what it gets you. It doesn't get you anything but more losses. So schedule down until you're good enough for it to matter. Otherwise, you're, well, you're win, just absorbing well, losses. You can win some of them. That's allowed. <laughs> it, no, it is. It is absolutely allowed. So, like North Carolina, you, they have two non-conference games against FBS opponents, right? Right? The, or, or maybe it's three. Off, off the top, of my, I don't even remember anymore. I think, no, it's two. So. Those are good games. Those are winnable games. They're, they're both losable. They could lose to Minnesota at home, and they could lose at South Carolina. But those are, okay, for North Carolina, yeah, go ahead, play those games. For NC State, I love what they did with their schedule. 
Like, okay, UConn's an FBS school. That's fine. Notre Dame, we're done. We don't need another Power 5 school uh, on our non-conference schedule. That's the way you should do it because that's the way everybody does it in the SEC. We go, what? Um, you mentioned you mentioned Notre Dame. I'm sorry, just to jump in. Something else the ACC could do to help stop losing to Notre Dame, yes. that would also be really helpful. <laughs> it it would be, and maybe this is one of those years where it, uh, where it does, where they because you know, we don't have to go back that far to where Duke went to Notre Dame and won, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to go back. Yeah, that Louisville far. won there in twenty fourteen. Absolutely, it is. Uh, it is very possible. The dark days of the Brian Kelly era. Notre Dame lost at Carter Finley Stadium, which made in a hurricane. W- uh, yes, because they and, and the hurricane came a week too early. Oh, but it didn't even come here. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have anything here. I mean, Brett, you know, you live here. We didn't have anything here. We had uh, we had everything. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, is there a surprise coming uh, this weekend? We have Mark Ennis and we have Brett Friedlander. Is there a surprise coming this weekend, Brett? I think I think Duke can beat Clemson. I think that if you're going to get Clemson, get them early before Klubnik and, and Garrett Riley get on the same page. Uh, Duke has got an offensive line that is physical enough to be able to at least keep that you know Clemson defense off of Riley Leonard. Uh, they've got a lot of you know, offensive weapons around him. I, I, I think they can win this game. If they can score enough points, they can win this game. And if that happens, that's the absolute worst-case scenario for the ACC. Unless Duke goes undefeated. Stop. I mean, keep winning, yes. Duke. Keep winning, Duke. Uh, Mark, is there a surprise this weekend? I'm fearful that the the best opportunity for there to be a surprise is going to be in Atlanta tomorrow. I think, you know, there's no guarantee that Louisville's going to beat Georgia Tech. They played right. well down the stretch. Uh, Louisville's, I mean, Jeff Bumps went pretty tight. It's been a long time since Louisville played really well in the opener. It was kind of the bane of Scott's existence. They didn't play well. Three years ago against Ole Miss in Atlanta in the opener. Last year against Syracuse in the opener. It's I think there's a, a quiet fear in a lot of people's minds about another kind of dud in the opener on a neutral field like this uh, to start. But that seems like the best candidate. Duke beating Clemson, boy, that really would be rough for the league, though. You're right. It would be bad for the league, um, no question. Uh, best case scenario for the league is that Duke actually puts a scare in uh, to the Tigers. Yeah. Tigers still win and uh, and then roll from there. Uh, who is your matchup and your winner in Charlotte when we're all done here, Mark? Yeah, I think North Carolina's going to win, too. Uh, I think they're no, a no, lot no, better in, in the, uh, Okay, you think North oh, Carolina... In the ACC, in the ACC championship okay. game. Yeah, North Carolina's going to beat South Carolina. Of course they are. I eh. think, yeah. I think they are, uh, they are too. All right. uh, yeah, at the, at yeah, the end I, of the year... I think yeah, I think Clemson uh, will make it again, and I I think Louisville's going to take advantage of not having to beat anybody all that good to make it. Clemson over Louisville, Brett. Who you got? Yep, I got Clemson as well, and I I part of me says that it's going to be Florida State, but there's just something about them and the hype that kind of leads me to believe that it's not going to be them. And I think it's going to be the winner of the Pittsburgh North Carolina game in Week Four. Whoever wins that game, I think, goes to play Clemson and Charlotte and loses to the Tigers. Yeah, Mac Brown complained about the end of his schedule. The beginning might be more of a problem yeah. for Mac Brown. That trip to Pittsburgh is going to be real. Uh, I appreciate both of you guys uh, jumping on today. Uh, ACC football is here. Uh, Brett Friedlander at Be Freed ACC Saturday Road ACC columnist and Mark Ennis from ESPN in Louisville ninety nine three nine The Ville. I don't know how to say it. 
Uh, but I know Mark, and uh, Mark's great, at Mark Ennis on Twitter. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 